What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. What's up and welcome to episode number 133 of this podcast. It is 13 minutes past 6 right now on Sunday. The birds are chirping. It's a nice uh, atmosphere and uh, unfortunately despite the long weekend I was unable to uh, record this episode earlier. But you're going to get something additional out of this because on Saturday I had attended a conference organized by metastock so the charting platform and there i you know i've i've mentioned a few of the takeaways in this episode's uh, lessons so make sure that you are tuned for that again it's the last segment so uh, you know if 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 you really don't want to listen to all of the episode like the the rest of the episode you can always skip to the very end that's not a problem at all uh, i don't have time stamps but you know roughly like 5 minutes or so uh before the end of this episode and you should be golden so as always uh make sure that you're listening to this episode and the rest of them at a speed you are comfortable at whether it's 1.5x 2x or any other speed whichever you feel uh you know comfortable in and whichever uh prevents you from sleeping because i know i tend to speak a little bit slowly so with that out of the way let's get started So there's something very interesting going on in the observations. If we look at the FIDI data, we've got a very odd scenario. We've got almost 1500 crore buying from the FI side and on on the DI side we've got like a 600 700 crore selling. So uh that's something very interesting to see because uh you know generally that amount of uh, disparity is something which I haven't seen yet except for maybe on one instance. but overall you know the fi is breaching that 1500 crore mark for the buyings and uh, the di is going on the other side is is a very uh, you know unusual thing to see now one of the possible reasons why this has happened or this might have happened is uh, a very sort of uh, you know like a conspiracy theory of sorts and that is possibly after the moody's downgrade uh you know everyone knows that you know india's economy is pretty stable for the most part despite what we uh you know hear in the news and all of those things despite all the paranoia the economy is very strong like you know in general in the long run it's going to it's hopefully going to perform very well and as a result a downgrade which results in you know the market prices going down that's actually a great time to buy for these guys because if they're expecting you know uh an investment horizon of a few years or few months it's natural that it will recover from these levels you know wherever it goes so that might have been one of the reasons why we saw this happening we saw this buying happening and uh, possibly you know they're expecting it to take support at those at that 12k level or so which is why they felt that this is a reasonable price to enter into so that's one major observation that i had now another thing is that the adr right now is at 1.02 so technically it's indecisive because equal amounts of gainers and losers although uh, you know t- 
typically we have seen these the ratio being as low as 0 0.5 0 0.6 despite the market going up so that is something that we need to make a note of that you know even though the uh, NSE as a whole might have more gainers or more losers the broad market index or the you know the small caps not the small caps the mid caps and the large caps they will largely move sort of independently compared to the ADR ratio because the ADR ratio includes small caps and such as well so that's an important thing to consider when you're talking about the ADR ratio because on the face of it 1.02 looks like a very stable one it looks like it is neither here nor there uh, more on the positive side of course but uh, it, it it is not enough to form any sort of opinion or any sort of uh, you know draw any sort of conclusion from that one metric so that's something we need to keep in mind now the underlying stocks of the broad market index nifty performed reasonable you're really nothing out of the ordinary we've got 3.4 or so percent being the max gainer 2.4 percent or so being the max loser so overall you know very normally placed like really nothing out of the ordinary here to look at so that's another interesting point because you know it, it is as uneventful as it could be and uh, we'll get into that more in the next segment uh, because we'll actually talk about how the intraday moves were uh, which will help give us some further additional con context into why uh, you know i'm saying that it was not you know out of the ordinary so let's 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 get right into that now okay so nifty is at 12080 it's down 45 points or 0.37 percent from its previous close so it's rejected that 12100 level entirely uh, but with the low being 12071 it's still holding on to that 12k level really well so that's another thing we need to consider when we look at this uh, metric alone in terms of the ADR of nifty alone we're looking at 21 is to 29 so uh, more more on the loser side but still you know relatively evenly matched so uh, you know a few a few stocks here and there is, is really not a big deal as far as bank nifty is concerned it's actually in the green at 30,942 it's up 104 points so reasonably strong like you know it's 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 near the territory of range bound and flat ish but it's still you know uh, it's still fairly positive i'd say now in terms of the adr ratio for bank nifty we've got 10 gainers and two losers so that that's probably why we saw uh, you know why we saw it being on the plus side because there were more banks which were gainers so and that's also something interesting that we need to look at the high for bank nifty was 31,085 which basically means that that 31k level was attempted but it was rejected so uh, perhaps it was not quite ready to you know stay at those levels on Thursday maybe in this coming week we really don't know now another thing that I'd like to point out here unrelated to the indices uh, this episode I'm standing and recording because you know I, I just feel that that that's a more better way for me to sound at least a little bit energetic rather than the dead sounding recording that i do normally so uh, that that's why i'm standing right now that's why i'm recording and uh, now coming to the intraday moves of uh, nifty now it was a fairly linear day with 
with no no pronounced w or m patterns unlike what we've seen in the past weeks where we see some very distinct w and m patterns you know it going up taking uh, you know facing resistance going down taking support going up again so that really wasn't the case today uh, or rather on thursday volumes on the spot so volumes on nifty spot were okay very similar to what we saw on wednesday and those were sort of average volumes uh, you know if not below average so really not a lot to talk about as far as those are concerned the high for the day was 12152 so 12150 as a level which has been very important was rejected entirely and very clearly but that makes sense when you look at the daily chart because on the daily chart we've got 50 ma resistance uh, you know literally at that level so that's probably why it was unable to sustain and at the same time you know it sounds bad that hey it's got 50 ma resistance but you know where it's at it's got 50 ma uh, 13 ma support as well so it's it's all right place you know it's really not as negative as one may think so overall a breach of 12100 a sustained breach of 12100 because right now it's below 12100 so if in this coming week or if in the coming few days of the week it is unable to maintain a 12100 level then it's very likely that we see a possible retest of 12000 so literally the very first level that we're looking at is 11990 so that is where my eyes would be set so around 900 points from where it's at right now so make sure that you sort of make a mental note of that now the w chart has very good support on lower levels and that's what we saw uh, you know this past week that you know it fell down but then it took support very very quickly uh while that on the face of it is a good sign you know uh support on lower levels it really is not as uh you know confidence inspiring for me because you know it's it it really hasn't been able to uh, sort of make a new high compared to last week additionally uh we're looking at last week's candle being a doji and a doji after you know a positive move is generally a sign of indication because it means that a, a, not a sign of indication a, a, an indication of reversal because it means that the trend is sort of fading away and it's reversing so um you know that might possibly hint to uh, you know a potentially negative day uh, or a negative week um, you know for for at least like a few days or so maybe the rest of the week it can recover something but that is what we uh, are seeing on the monthly chart just switching to the monthly chart purely because you know it might give us some additional context we see that in if it wants to sort of you know establish a bullish trend or if it wants to say that hey you know i'm willing to at least explore higher levels then we should at least be looking at 12 to 50 as a level being breached on the monthly chart reason being that is where the um, 12 to 22 is where the current month's high is at and if it wants to show that it's you know making higher highs and higher lows it really cannot afford to make a new low <coughs> and it really has to breach that 12 to 22 level asap that's what we're seeing right now again a very important thing so if if that is to happen then we must see a new high being made in this week and since overall uh, you know we've got 
various factors like you know trump coming in tomorrow and uh, the trade deal talks happening there really is a chance that we see something similar you know we we either see a new low being hit because the trade deal uh, does not work out or there is no talk of it or we see a new high being made because the trade deal is perfect so you know those those factors are obviously going to play a massive role and that is why you know it's is very important to consider that some of the movements we see in this coming week will be news based and that also applies to bank nifty so when we're speaking about bank nifty overall it was much positive much more positive than nifty was of course because we saw it closing in the green uh, on the weekly on the daily chart sorry firstly on the daily chart it's facing 13 ma resistance and on the daily chart really doesn't inspire a lot of confidence because even though it is going up even though it's making new highs and such since the past two trading sessions it is still below that 13 ma line which which is going to pose as a resistance sooner or later so that's not a good sign on the weekly chart it is sort of sandwiched between the two moving averages which is again not really uh, you know an ideal setup and on the monthly chart it looks reasonable because it's got again the same amount of support the same amount of good uh, sort of placement where um, you know very similar to nifty where it has some space to go up but it also has some uh, you know leeway to actually correct for a bit and then uh, decide whether it wants to explore those higher levels or test those lower levels so right now uh, on on you know all time frames both the uh, both the main market indices are very mixed in terms of how they are placed because it, they they really can go either way right now and uh, because we've got that very strong piece of uh, news based slash activity slash event that's happening trump coming in uh, you know if the trade deal talks happen because yesterday i was looking at news and they said that new rally is not uh too not too prompt or not too quick or not actively pursuing or some 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 language that was used related to the trade deal which basically said that they are not really in a rush to do it if that's the case then depending on the expectations that will have an impact of course that is also something that we need to consider if you want a gist of everything that i just said you know it's placed in such a way where unless it makes a new high soon in this coming week it is going to face a lot of resistance and is going to show a lot of weakness so if if you want the shorter version basically nifty needs to make a new high in this week or else it is uh, you know probably going to continue being sideways or go down if it goes down 12k retest for sure uh, you know if it is an if it is unable to maintain that 12100 level but if it actually does go up 12100 then 12150 was the very first one very first hurdle after that let's see if it can uh, you know continue its sort of momentum till 12222 so that's my view on nifty and bank nifty and uh, i've been saying this literally for weekly analysis in in all four of my uh, weekly analysis uh, episodes like since since this sideways movement happened but the coming week really is very important because anything can happen right now the way the, the markets are placed they are really not trending they are somewhere in the middle and any positive thing and the market might you know um, say that whoa you know that's a great positive thing indexes might go up 
any negative thing and that paranoia might set in so that's something very important to consider and as a result these few trading days are uh, you know days where you really need to be very cautious so that's it for the indices it's 10 minutes 7 seconds this episode uh, this indices segment so far which is probably the longest it's ever been uh, but i just wanted to talk about all of these things uh, because they are so important let's move to my trades now just one trade for the day and uh, that was buying a hdfc call 2340 is the strike and the basis for this is because it had corrected a bit it is going up so i entered into it i was making uh, a reasonable return uh, you know intraday i think it was must have been around a 30 percent roi or something uh, but you know th- there's there's far more potential i feel so which is why i'm still holding on to it i'd placed a limit order uh, you know at my target roi uh, so if that would have triggered then well and good it didn't trigger so i'm gonna hold it see how it goes because again hdfc twins are really good stocks overall very stable and uh, as a result holding them on is really not as high of a risk as some people may think that's why i'm still holding it and that's the only trade for the day so let's move to the lessons so once i was done with my analysis i was telling my father that hey you know i've done with the analysis but I really can't find something which is clicking you know I can't find some some additional insight that I can give which will uh, really make this episode at least a little bit better than some of my previous ones and he told me that you know there's a very interesting thing that you haven't spoken about yet in any weekly analysis so I was very curious naturally and I asked him what that was so he said that look at nifty's weekly chart and tell me what you observe so naturally i looked at nifty's weekly chart and uh, i tried to observe stuff but you know i was just getting that regular plain old stuff which i talk about supports resistances and you know stuff that have been over so many times it's it's probably memorized ingrained in your head by now so he told me that you know there's another way you can look at it and i was like dear sir please enlighten so he says that the the net displacement the net movement between last week and this week of nifty was just 23 points so i was like huh that sounds pretty crazy let me check so i did check and it indeed is just 23 points on the lower side 23 points down but it's just 23 points so he told me that you know the thing is what you can talk about is that when you are taking positional setups or when you're trade taking uh, you know investment horizon of a few weeks or so despite the volatility being so high last week the net movement was just 23 points even though it was lower it was just 23 points so you know that there's a lot of uh, people who will be like whoa you know my my investment is going down nifty is nifty is like uh, making new lows and stuff but if you're holding on to it for a few weeks your your net mtm was just minus 23 per nifty that you're holding or per whatever you're holding so that's that's a very important point to consider because while we saw some very very big crazy moves and very odd moves happening during the week the net effect was really not that much so it really helps you clean and clear out the clutter a lot 
which is why I thought I'd mention it here. And as I said earlier, I'll talk about a few points that, uh, you know, really stood out during that meta stock conference that I went to yesterday. So the very first point is that, you know, they were, they were talking about all sorts of fancy indicators and such, and I do not deny, uh, you know, their effectiveness at all. My point was that you could have, uh, you know, you could have taken the trade much easier, much faster, uh, you know, at a much more uh, optimized level had you just used supports and resistances. And that is that is something which blows my mind that, you know, you can just look at the chart or you can just have a few basic tools with you which will perform so much better than tools which literally cost, you know, hundreds and thousands of dollars. So I'm not discrediting their system at all. It's amazing what it can do. Uh, you know, the, the kind of effort that they've put in is, is wild. But for an average Joe, you really don't need that much of muscle power. All you need is a good understanding of the charts, a good understanding of the levels, and a good understanding of the supports and resistances. Combine that with some conviction, and you've got some, uh, you know, very, very bulletproof uh, recipe. So I just want to make that my biggest point here that they spoke about so many oscillators and so many overlays and such, but really all you need is a good understanding of the supports, the resistances, and general levels, some very basic indicators like moving averages and such, and you are golden. Uh, and, you know, that, that that was the main takeaway. Again, their system is amazing. It's pretty wild. But it just made me even more confident in my current setup. So uh, I just want to talk about that. I, I hope that was helpful and informative. In fact, I hope this entire episode was helpful and informative. I'm pretty sure it's going to be the longest one I've recorded in at least two weeks. So... And I hope it's it's worth listening to for uh, 22, 23 minutes, I'm, I'm guessing. Or, uh, you know, half that if you're listening on 2x. So, yeah, that's it for this episode. Again, please let me know if you've got any feedback. Let me know if you'd like, to, like me to cover some topic or something. I'm always happy for suggestions, you know, happy to hear from you guys and, and so on. So uh, if you want to reach me at Markets with KR on Twitter, at Indian Markets with KR on Instagram, or literally if you, if you follow me anywhere else, just shoot me a message. I'm not going to bite or something. So yeah, that's it for this one. Happy trading this coming week. See you in the next.